Good morning, you guys. Well, it's morning for me. It's probably not necessarily morning for you, but welcome back to another episode of the Go-Getter Girl podcast. Thank you guys so much for your patience. I have decided that I'm going to be now putting out episodes for Wednesdays consistently for 2021. It won't be Mondays anymore. I just feel like Wednesdays are just an easier day for me to make sure that we can have an episode for you guys weekly. So first off, I just want to say happy December. Happy new month. Happy holidays if you're celebrating. It's just such an amazing month to really soak in with friends and family this year and watch all the Christmas movies you can, drink all the hot chocolate, and just really soak in those cozy memories with your loved ones. Even if you're not able to be with all your loved ones this year, I know that the virus is really making things hard for a lot of us. I know I'm away from my family this year, and so really, really try to make the most out of whatever situation you're in this December. That being said, today I am going to be chatting it up with you guys, actually taking you step by step from where I started and where I am now. And I want to talk about different obstacles I faced, different resistance that I faced, anxiety that I've actually been dealing with a little bit. So we're going to talk all things in this episode. So hang out. It might be a little bit of a longer episode, but I think it's going to be one that you don't want to miss. Welcome back to the Go-Getter Girl podcast. I am your host, Rach Marie, founder of Go-Getter Girl Company, the Go-Getter Girl Planner, online coach, and your BFF. This is your go-to podcast to add a little bit of sparkle to your week and allow you to become a go-getter and make your dreams your reality. I am an expert obsessed with helping you take action to create your dream life and help you become the ultimate go-getter in your life, business, and goals. From mindset mastery, personal development, and entrepreneur tricks and tips, get ready for solo casts from me and interviews from some of the best guest experts I know to support you in our mission, your mission to plan your life and dreams like a go-getter. So if you're ready, sisters, let's do the dang thing. Before we start the episode, you guys, there is no reason why your 2021 can't be your year. So many of us let everything that happened in 2020 dictate why it couldn't be our year to shine. And I'm here to tell you that I have your back for 2021 and we can take it on together every single morning in the Go-Getter Girl Planner. I'm the founder of this company. As you guys know, I've poured my heart and soul into these daily planners and you can grab yours at www.gogettergirlco.com. And we have so many beautiful planners for you guys to pick from. Even if you're not a planner person, even if you're an electronic girl and you're not a paper and pen kind of person, I promise you that spending 10 minutes on yourself daily can really amplify and elevate your life in so many ways, close so many open loops in your head, and actually decrease anxiety as well at the same time. So while you're focusing on all your goals, okay? So go get your planner, use code FOUNDER, that will get you 15% off your purchase. So I really wanted to do this episode because I feel like I haven't actually done like a full episode where I take you guys back to where I started. And I think that when you're just starting out on your journey, you see where everybody is now, but you don't see where they were. And where they are now seems pretty impossible. It feels like how in the world did they get there? I could never do that. And 
the truth of the matter is you can. And I know that a lot of my episodes, I talk about business and I talk about finances and I talk about how I've elevated financially and professionally. But I used to be in a space that I literally couldn't go to Target to get groceries without checking my bank account. I would worry that like $30 would get declined when I was getting gas. And I seriously like I know it's again, you don't see the hardships we went through because we're in a different space now. But I first of all, I was not into born into like a family that I quote unquote just like had it easy. I wasn't spoiled or, you know, given $20,000 to start my business. None of the above occurred at all. I paid for all of my own college. I'm in $90,000 worth of debt because of it. And I'm a pretty normal girl. Okay, so let's just like get that out there first off. But I was living paycheck to paycheck in my job. I went to school for psychology and mental health. And I was in my master's program to work with kiddos with special needs and work on their behaviors and be a behavior analyst. So that's where like my psychology and mindset comes in. And that's why I'm such a good life coach. And I feel really confident in my skill set. But this was not my plan by any means. And so anyways, guys, I worked this job in Connecticut. When I lived in Connecticut, I loved my job. I really did. I loved the kiddos I worked with. I loved the strategies we had in place. And then I moved to Florida, which was always my dream was to move to Florida, to live in Sarasota. And we did. We finally moved. And that's a whole nother story about like not being fulfilled where we lived and just taking that jump. And it ties in to everything I always say is like, you know, you have to to take that first risk and there's never going to be a perfect time. And it was the same thing with the move. It was like now or never. It felt like this had to be like probably the best possible time we could have done it. But we didn't have the money saved. We really weren't prepared, honestly. And everyone kept telling us that. And we were like, whatever, we're doing it. And we did. So we came down with barely any money. I had a job in place. That job actually fell through, which I've shared with you guys a few times. Chris was working, like getting paid literally like so low, so low. He left a full-time firefighting position to move here and he had to redo his whole entire fire certification process to be in Florida. So he made that sacrifice, but during that time, he obviously took a huge pay cut. He had to work at a hospital. He hated it. He was working overnights, um, just trying to do something while he was in the academy for fire again. Um, And so it was really hard. I mean, we both had breakdowns multiple times about money, and it was just difficult because a lot of our family members were like, we told you so, right? And so it was a rough time, and I hope that's the the worst time we ever go through with finances because you know it can really affect you and it can affect your goals and it can add a lot of stress onto a person and there can be breakdowns and there can be a lot of fear surrounding it and so you know I completely understand the point of the story is we completely understand where you might be or where you might have came from or where you are currently and you're struggling to feel like you can't get out of that space and so anyways the job I was working It was what I went to school for, but it just like wasn't, first of all, making ends meet. Second of all, I was not happy. I convinced myself I was happy, but every single day I dreaded going to work. I didn't want to be there when I was there. I was thinking about at the time my business was like a part-time. I had part-time fitness coaching online. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about my clients. I was thinking about going on my Instagram story. I was thinking about replying to DMs. I wasn't really in it. 
And I forced myself for almost a year to be like in this job. I obviously like did my best when I was there and I loved my students and I loved the kids I worked with. But it's funny because doors started to close for me at the time and I didn't realize things started to get really nasty with my boss. It was a very negative environment. I literally like felt like I was always walking on eggshells and it just it was such a terror. I did not want to be there, you guys. Like it was it was getting to the point where I was like, I literally cannot go back and I remember I was like, I've never quit a job my, my whole life, but I was being so mistreated that I quit. And I was just like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going back. I'm not. I'm just, I was just like completely done with that company. And my goal was to get another job in the same field. And I remember something just came over me and it was like, you can't, you're like, you need to give your business a shot. And I remember I called my mom and I was like, I'm not going back to work for a little bit. I want to see if my business can work. And I know it sounds so simple that that's literally what happened, but that's literally what happened. I mean, yes, I already had somewhat of a business started, but that doesn't mean if you don't have anything started that you can't pivot. That also doesn't mean that you have to start a business. Just because I started a business, I want to make that disclaimer. That doesn't mean that I think that's the only path for everyone on this planet. But I do think that if you know you're not on the path you're meant to be on, you eventually have to jump off the path. You eventually have to jump off before you're ready, scared shitless, hoping that something catches you because it's just never going to be the right time. You're, you're literally never going to have an opportunity to do something drastic like that and to make a pivot until you just do it. Now, I'm not recommending everyone goes out and quits their job tomorrow. Obviously, have a plan in place. But for me, like that's just how the cookie crumbled. That was literally just like my breaking point because my mental health was more important to me at the time than going back to another job that didn't deserve me there. So that was honestly, for me, that's what happened. But normally I would have obviously had another job in place and then like faded out. But regardless of the situation, that's how it happened for me. So I ended up hiring my first business coach when I had no money. I had literally like $200 total to my name between all my bank accounts. We had, we had our mortgage to pay. Like we still had all these things due. We had bills. I'm a normal person just like you. And so when you say like, well, we have bills and we have this and we have this, we all have these things and we all have expenses, but it's a matter of still deciding that our dreams are still important and figuring out a way to invest in yourself when you have no money, like that's powerful because it really shows the universe, it shows yourself what you really, really want in life. And I think it's so interesting that everybody without a blink of an eye will go into $90,000 worth of debt for their degree, which honestly these days doesn't necessarily get you very far. Just being honest, it doesn't always create that dream life for you. It usually creates a content life for you. But anyways, we're all like so keen on it. We're like, yeah, like let's just take out a loan for $90,000 to go to school. But when it comes down to $2,000 to start your own business or $2,000 for that certification to become a life coach that you really want to do, it's like, I can't do it. And it's like, well, why not? Like, what is the difference? You're both ways you're setting yourself up for the future that you want. And so I think it's just so interesting. It's such an interesting concept to really think about. So fast forward to starting my own business as a fitness coach. I was a fitness coach for a year online. After hiring my first business coach, guys, like everything just took off. Everything made sense. I was getting clients. I hit six figures in my first, I would say like six months of being a online fitness coach. And 
pivoting into my next year in my business, I focused on both fitness coaching for a little bit longer and then pivoted into my life coaching with my psychology degrees and my life coaching certifications and the go-getter mentality mastermind and course was born. And it's just been such an amazing journey, that whole entire process of, again, leaning into resistance to pivot into what I really wanted to do. So just remember that every single time you start something new, that doesn't mean that that's the end all be all for you. And you're going to probably pivot along the way. But every time you pivot, you're going to face that resistance that we've talked about of, well, this is what I'm used to. This is what's comfortable. This was the path I planned on. And it's like, how do, how can I make that pivot? But when you know, you know. And so even though like with every transition so far in my life, it's been really difficult to finally decide to do it. It's like, a green light, but I can't explain it. It's like you're doing it. Like, obviously, like you need to do it. This is for you. But that doesn't mean I didn't face confusion or especially with my leaving my job. I mean, switching from fitness coaching to life coaching, I wasn't confused. I was like, this is what I need to do. But it is scary because you're leaving part of your identity behind every time. And so fun fact, my username used to be Rach Marie Fitness. Like that's what I was known for bodybuilding, you know, fitness coaching, weight loss, macros, nutrition, that was my thing. And then pivoted into life coaching, even though it was not a surprise to most people because I talk about mindset so much and that was like the core of my coaching. So the go-getter mentality when that was released, I mean, it was a huge success. And a lot of women jumped in and realized they're ready to be part of their fullest potential. And so women are still enrolling in that program and that's a signature program of mine. But what started to happen was like a lot of the women that I tracked just naturally who want their dream life, who work with me for life coaching, some of them got clarity in my mastermind, in my coaching, in my courses, that they wanted to also become an entrepreneur and they wanted the same steps and they wanted strategy and they wanted business coaching support. And so I've honestly been business coaching for quite some time now, probably close to two years on and off business coaching within my coaching, if that even makes sense. And so recently I felt an extreme pull to finally just lean in. Like, why am I, why was I fighting this? I think I was fighting it because I, I see such a pattern on the, in social media where someone becomes a fitness coach and then next year they're already a business coach. And it's like, that was never my plan. It just, the cookie again crumbled in that way. And that's what I'm meant to be doing is helping aspiring go-getters and aspiring entrepreneurs become the person they're meant to become, right? Become the person that's living out their dream life. And so obviously within the mix, Go Get Her Girl Company has been born, my new company, my planner company that I talk about all the time. And with that experience now, I'm able to help so many more entrepreneurs because some people don't want a service-based business. They want an a product-based business. And so now I'm able to help candle company owners, soap company owners, subscription box company owners, apparel company owners and founders to start and scale these businesses. Whereas before I wouldn't have even had that experience. And so it's been such an amazing thing to see like everything just like unfold and make sense together as for my businesses, as for what I'm doing within my businesses. And and now like the picture is clear. When I was little, I always knew I was meant for something huge. I always knew I wanted to be in Barnes and Noble. I always knew I wanted to write a book. Like I always knew I wanted to do these things, but I didn't really understand 
or see the big picture. Like, how is it all going to crumble out together? And now it just makes sense. I mean, I have my podcast. I have you guys listening. I have my coaching. I have Go Getter Girl Company that intertwines. I have these amazing communities. And then I also, obviously, I'm going to totally write a book in a few years. Planners might be in Barnes & Noble before you know it. And so a lot of the dreams I had when I was little are coming into fruition. But I didn't realize that just by leaving that job, it would open all these doors for me. I mean, you know, it's so easy, like with the everyday things that happen and just business and like working and being used to my reality to forget where I came from and like where I started. And I think that's just so important to just pause and stop and reflect on the fact that I'm even sitting here on a Monday at 11.04 recording a podcast for you guys in my pajamas still. It's crazy because I used to be at work, you know, at lunchtime with the kids at this time and... I was like looking at the clock trying to leave and wishing and hoping that work would be over soon. You know, 76% of Americans, this is actually a statistic I looked up, don't like they all work a job that they're living paycheck to paycheck. I had a conversation with someone two days ago. I was like, what do you do full time? And she told me and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And she was like, yeah, not really. It just pays the bills. And I'm just so fucking sick of hearing that. I'm so sick of people saying it just pays the bills and it, it just that's just what I do I don't like it though why like why does that have to be the future that we're building for like our planet like we all need to be in this world and our purpose so that we can have everyone leaving the footprint they're meant to leave instead of just like tiptoeing around content and tiptoeing around comfortable you guys so anyways going back to the story about my transition to where I am now and I talk a lot, I definitely think, on hard things that I've been through with Go Getter Girl Company a little bit more than coaching. And I just want to say that, like, by me sharing hard things that I've been through, never would I ever say, like, that's me trying to be negative for you, right? Like, obviously, I'm a huge believer in focusing on the good and, like, not, like, necessarily harping on the bad. But I do think when growing a business and like if you're starting a business or you really want to know the ins and outs of what's actually happening, I think it's really important that whoever you're listening to is real with you. Whatever person you're tuning into, whatever story you're listening to, I I want you guys to see the full story behind everything. I obviously don't share everything with you guys. I leave out a lot of like the personal details to the situations, but I do share with you guys that it's been really difficult. There is a difference between coaching and go-getter girl company. The word company is in full effect between my coaching and go-getter girl company. With my coaching, I'm basically in charge. I'm the CEO. I have my clients. I do what I want. I launch the programs I want. Yes, there's a lot that goes into it. Yes, it's not always easy. But at the end of the day, it's not like a full-fledged thing that needs to be like fed and watered every single day where thousands of people are going to be impacted. It's a little bit of a smaller container where I get to decide what I want to do. But with Go Getter Girl Company, there are so many things outside of my control things happening behind the scenes. I'm hiring people. I'm depending on people for my team. We have products being manufactured. And in order to get products manufactured, there's things that have to get done, right? So like right now we're working on manufacturing notebooks for the company and just like blank and dotted lined notebooks, which I'm so excited about. But it's not like I just call up my manufacturer and I'm like, hey, homie, like we want to do some notebooks. Like I'll pay you, get them out. 
That's not how it works. There's 85 million steps that go before that. And it all starts with me reaching out to my graphic designer to get the files prepared and get things ready to then send to our factory because now we have a factory we trust to start working on samples and proofs. And then you pay for the samples, you get the samples in, you make changes, etc. So it's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that nobody else sees. And with that has come so many challenges and just me putting on new hats than I ever have had to before and being a leader that I never have had to be before. And with that, this is where like the anxiety part's going to tie in. I've actually personally never struggled with anxiety and this season of my life with starting this new business and it just being so incredibly rewarding, but obviously there's so many different obstacles and hoops that I'm jumping through. I honestly was having a lot of trouble with anxiety honestly, the past few months, it's been pretty intense. And I didn't really know what anxiety truly felt like until I was under this amount of stress and pressure on myself. And I really had to dig deep to overcome and to figure out how can I manage this, right? Because it's not like it's going away completely. It will never just like everything I was going through, there's no way it was just going to poof, go away. But it was like learning how to deal with this and still come out on top because there's still always going to be things outside of my control when I can't do everything. And with a company, you can't be the person making the planners. You can't be the person going to pick up the planners and bringing them here and shipping them to everyone. And you can't be the person designing the product and doing the Facebook ads and managing the website and talking with ambassadors and figuring out everything. Like there's just so many different things and obstacles that come up that it has to be something you learn that isn't in your control all the time. And so with that, with learning that was coming anxiety. It was a feeling of worrying 24 seven. And it's because I know why it's because I truly cared about the outcome. And there was just a lot more pressure on me than I've ever felt before. But something I get asked a lot is one, like, how do you get through tough times in business and in life? And then two, someone actually just said to me today that like her anxiety has been like eating her up and she feels like that's all she's been thinking about. And so now with this new experience of anxiety, I now feel like I have a little bit of suggestions more so personally, not just like book based for someone who's struggling with anxiety right now. Maybe you are starting something new and it just feels like a lot and it feels heavy. Or maybe you're just struggling right now with the state of the world and you just have a lot of anxiety toward what's going to come out of it. So there's a few things that I've been taking. I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to recommend them and like say that they've helped me. You can take it or leave it. They're all natural supplements. Um, I'm not like affiliated with the companies or anything. I'm not even going to say the company I take. I just go to Sprouts, my all natural supermarket. I'm sure that Whole Foods as well has these supplements. So I'm totally going to butcher the names probably as well. Again, not affiliated. I've been taking L. I'm going to spell it. Okay. It's L-T-H-E-A-N-I-N-E. I've been taking that for sleep. L-Thean, I think is probably how you say it. I've been taking that as well as GABA, G-A-B-A, before bed. So I've been taking both of those things before bed. Ashwagandha is also amazing and just so many other supplements you can find naturally for anxiety. I was even taking some like lozenges for anxiety as well. Just again, natural things to help me. And honestly, guys, like it really truly is. It is helping me. I feel amazing. And so if you're struggling with anxiety, like I just don't ever want you to feel bad about that because 
it's okay to be struggling with that. It's okay to feel like your mental health isn't where you want it to be, but it's also like, what am I going to do about this and how can I feel better than I'm feeling today? And so for me, with all the things going on, I was really struggling with sleep. I was struggling with anxiety. I was struggling every single weekend with with like not thinking about everything that was potentially going wrong or potentially happening or what if this happens. And so something that helped me with my anxiety was like doing things. And so not just like sitting at home and like thinking. I mean, I know right now in the world, there's not as much you can do, but I like spent a lot of time with Chris. I was like, let's go to Target. Like, let's do an errand. Let's go to lunch. Like, let's go for a hike. I mean, it's just like about not sitting in it and like not sitting in the thoughts. That was really, really helpful for me as well. And it's something that I still am going to do when I have those days of anxiety and I'm going to take my supplements and take care of myself. With different seasons of life, you're going to feel different ways, right? And so, okay, I had to tie that part in because I've definitely been facing a different season than I've ever faced, right? Like I'm usually very creative and very excited and very, you know, just feeling great about things. I go for things. I'm a go-getter. I don't usually feel nervous when, when doing things, but definitely anxiety has been something I've faced. I'm learning to overcome it. I'm learning to manage it and deal with it because it's a part of business and it's a part of running this company. And I know that things aren't necessarily ever going to get easier. I mean, they will eventually, hopefully just get very easy. But in the beginning, I'm building something bigger than myself. And so I really wanted to add that in there just to also remind you guys I'm human. When I share that things are hard, when I share that I'm struggling with anxiety, I don't do it to like ever make you think quote unquote less of me. I do it so that you can relate to me. And I share these things so that you can see that everyone struggles with something, but it doesn't mean that like you can't still move forward and be trying to be your best version of yourself even when going through these things. And so I've done an episode all about like just so far the hard things I've been through in business, but just remembering that when you come out on the other side of these hard moments, that's winning. And I know for me, I've learned so much in such a short amount of time. I've like grown exponentially and I've been tested a lot so that I can learn things quicker than they maybe they would have been easier to learn slower, but I've grown very fast and I've learned things very fast that I needed to know because in 2021, like I am going to be the CEO of this company and I needed to go through certain things to be able to one, present myself, handle situations the best possible way and be ready to, to, to encounter different hiccups that might come up. And now I'm aware of different types of hiccups that can happen and how to be on your feet and how to handle those situations. And so I don't know, I really just feel like this episode was just kind of a like a random mashup of where I was to where I am now. And it's your reminder every single episode that it's up to you. I can't come through the podcast mic and change your life for you. You have to be willing to change your life for you. And you have to be willing to try something different every single day to figure out what your purpose is if you don't know what it is. And you have to, you know, be willing to invest in that coach or that mentor or that program or that therapist, whatever it is that's going to help get you to where you know you need that support and get you to where you want to be. If I never like took this leap and listened to my intuition, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I have very big goals for my future. I always have for my future family, for my future house, for my future home, you know, for the life that I want to live and live out fully. We only get one life. And so you shouldn't feel selfish for having, maybe you have big goals for your future like that. And maybe you don't, and maybe that's fine too. But 
I just want you guys to remember that like everything you do today should align with what you want for your future. So your future self is counting on you today to be starting to shape that reality. And money is not everything. I would rather be working the job I'm in now making the same amount of money I was making before than working a job I dreaded. So the fact that I've obviously 10x my income as well as my life and I'm happier and I'm making such a difference versus where I was before I was making a difference but I was living paycheck to paycheck I was dreading my job the fact that now I'm not living paycheck to paycheck it does open more doors obviously to the life I want to live but it's also like that doesn't really matter because I would be happy either way because I'm working from home I'm working with soulmate clients I'm using my degree I'm using my skill set I'm helping women literally have their dream reality and that's to me more important. It's allowing me to have time to podcast with you guys. It's going to create a life when I'm a mom that I'm able to work from home and I'm able to create the life I want for her or him or (laughs) whatever baby I have. Clearly, you can tell I do want a girl. So from that statement, but I think it's really about looking forward and thinking about every like thing you're doing today and everything you're saying yes to is, is saying yes to your future for for the future it's not just a temporary oh this kind of sucks and I'm just doing it for the time being by saying that you're accepting that basically like that's what you're gonna do because if you're not willing to make that change now I'm gonna be real with you I don't see when you're gonna make that change when you're gonna wake up and say you know what screw this job that I'm not happy in like what is it gonna take and I've talked about this but it it always takes us to hit that down moment like that terrible point when we're like, okay, I'm officially doing this or I'm officially leaving or I'm officially starting this new thing because we wait till it gets bad. And I've said it before, but I say it through experience. Like, why do we have to wait for things to get bad? Um, I waited with my job until things were seriously so bad that I ended up quitting. And then out of relation to that, I ended up realizing I wanted to go into my business. But I shouldn't have just waited and waited and waited and waited, but I was waiting because I felt like that was my only choice. I felt like I had to pay my bills and do something, obviously. And so I understand that that's how you guys feel. And I understand that, you know, you might be listening to this and you're like, well, fuck you, Rachel. It it must be nice that you're making all this money and working from home right now when I'm driving to work on a busy highway right now and I'm not going to get home till seven and I want to be with my family. But, you know, we don't even have money this year to get our kids presents for the holidays. And maybe you feel like you just got laid off. And so this year, been a terrible year. Um, You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know how you're going to support your family. I mean, this year has seriously thrown so many curveballs at everyone. And I don't for one second ever take what I have or what I've created for granted um, in the sense of I did have a little bit of job security when this happened. But what I will say about that is creating a life that's going to provide you that. Okay. So using what just happened with the virus a reason to look at again towards the future of what kind of life do you want do you want a career that provides you options do you want a career career that's also going to provide you more safety if they decide to do a worldwide shutdown and everyone loses their job like I was impacted because my clients also lost their jobs, some of them, and that was like a domino effect toward me. But at the same time, like I didn't just stop my business. I had options to keep going and I protected myself. And so I really think these are all things to consider when considering your current life. It's really just like making a list of what kind of life you want to live, like what adjectives, what types of scenarios do you want your career to provide for you? 
And if it's not any of the things that you want and that's what you're living, it's just realizing that you have the power inside of you to do something about it. You are such a strong individual. You are showing up for yourself right now listening to this episode, listening to this podcast. And that tells me you're on your personal development journey. You're trying to work on yourself. You're trying to figure out your best path. And so that's so special. And for that, you should be so proud of yourself today. And I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to give up when it gets hard. I don't want you to think that you're the only one experiencing hard times when trying this new thing out and when doing this new thing and when making this pivot. And I don't want you to feel like you're the only one who's confused and feels alone and feels like people are judging them for what they want to do. Because on this podcast and on my stories and with you guys, I've shared all of these things and we're all in it together. I really think that if we really think about that and we really think as a woman, like how powerful that is and how we can all stand together and help each other and that can be really powerful in itself. So I don't know. I hope that every episode gives you guys something a little bit more a push that you needed, but I also really want you guys to be brave enough to really take that next step with me and maybe I become your mentor. Maybe we take it that next step and we work one-to-one on your goals and on your life that's when the magic happens. And I know it's not going to be for everyone. I understand that, which is why I have these free resources for you. But whether it's me or not me, maybe it's a different mentor, but I really encourage you guys going into 2021, realize that it could be your year. 2020 sucked for a lot of people because that's their mindset about it. And I know it sucked in a lot of aspects, truly, like it did. There were things that absolutely sucked about it. There's no doubt. I can't say that. But I can say that it was still the best year of my life so far. And that's not selfish at all for me to say because I worked my ass off to make sure that it was my best year so far. And I've only been alive 20, almost 26 years in January. And this was my best year yet. And I have nothing in shame to say about that. I'm not going to lower myself or shrink myself because someone else had a bad year. Because I had a really multiple bad things happened to me and my family as you guys know about some of it and I still made the choice to show up for myself every single day and so that is what being a go-getter is all about it's about showing up for yourself when nobody else will showing up for yourself when it feels like you can't and saying yes when everybody else is saying no so I love you guys so much And if this episode resonated with you, as always, feel free to screenshot it to your story. Tag me. Let me know what part of it really resonated. Hit home. Please leave a review if this episode helped you. And cheers to many more episodes coming for 2021. Make sure that you are subscribed so you get notifications. Go-getter, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tuning in every single week. It doesn't go unnoticed and I'm so proud of you for showing up for yourself every episode and putting in that work. That being said, I know you're meant for so much more and I know that if anyone can do it, it's you. You can go after your big dreams and I know you have them if you're listening every single week. So that being said, I want to know you. I want to know who is tuning in and I want to help you reach your goals. That being said, text me, stop what you're doing and text the number 941-740-6319. Text me saying up level now. This is your full permission to go all in and give the universe a sign like, hey, I'm ready. I am so freaking ready. No matter how scared you are, it's your time. 
Don't just listen to these episodes every single week. Let's do something about it. Text me saying up level now, all one word, U-P-L-E-V-E-L-N-O-W at 941-740-6319 and we will chat soon.